mission of Men 46 Dads is to inspire and equip dads to fight for the hearts of their children. We believe that fathers are the greatest influence in the life of a child. We also believe that fatherhood is the most difficult and rewarding thing a man will ever do. We hope men will listen to M46 Drive Time each week as they drive to work. Now, let's jump into today's discussion. What's up, guys? This is uh, Kenny Dallas, M46 Dads, here with my partner, Tim Sexton, and welcome to uh, M46 Drive Time, man. I appreciate you guys jumping in here and listening to these podcasts, man. We hope they're really, really beneficial for you, man. Our, our whole desire in doing these podcasts is just to give you something that'll inspire or encourage you, uh, equip you, man, to be the type of dad that you want to be for your for your kids. And so uh, before we jump into today's, uh, today's topic, which I'm really excited about, sharing some stories of some challenges uh, from our crashes that we've had over the last few years. Say hello to my to my buddy, Tim Sexton. For those of you guys who don't know, Tim's men's minister at Eagles Landing First Baptist Church. And so, Tim, what's going on in your world over there at Eagles Landing? Oh, a lot. <laughs> I have my young here, – here's what's happened this week, just real quick. My youngest son's getting married in about six weeks. So my wife and I are, you know, ramping up to that. And all the responsibilities we have, things we're supposed to be doing. I hope you've been saving money. Go been ahead. Sa- well, yeah. <laughs> the, poor, the little girl, he's marrying her dad. Yeah, they're, uh, they hey. might be living with us before this is over. But um, the other thing is, and so you know, this is a dad's ministry. One of my boys was in a dr- driving down the road with another guy. At, they're at work. Go around a corner. Car tries to pass a car coming toward him, head-on collision mm. with my son in the car, mm. um, and he came out all right. Oh, he wow. he re- got really, really sore. But anyway, just as a dad, it's just like yep. stuff's going on all Scared. the time, just crazy, crazy stuff. No doubt, yep. man. No doubt. Well, I, listen, I'm, I'm real excited about our topic today because um, – what we're going to be talking about is inside of our monthly crashes, which, you know, crashes is our, our monthly meetings that we have, have with guys. Every single one of these we include, we're trying to teach what we call a tool, you know. And actually, before we go in there, maybe talk a second, like, why do we call these principles a tool or what, what's the idea behind that? Well, we use this phrase all the time. You may already be tired of hearing it, but... Um you can't give away something that you don't have. Yep. So I was equipped or not equipped by my father in certain ways. My, you know, my dad got sick and died when I was a kid. But mm-hmm. um, so there were things that he couldn't give me. So when yep. I walked into my adult life and into fatherhood, man, I'm winging it yep. in a lot of ways. Yep. And um, so this ministry is about handing tools that you can put in your toolbox that you can use. You know, this is a Christ gospel-centric ministry, and we yep. want to point our kids to Jesus. Um, so, you know, from my perspective, it's it's putting tools in your tool belt that will help you point your kids to, to Jesus, but that includes a lot of things. You, right. you know, if you're pointing your kid to Jesus, your, Jesus, your kid is also learning how to be, uh, you know, a better employee, a yep. better friend, a better husband one day, a better father themselves. So, you know, that's what we mean when we talk about yep handing a tool. Yeah, yeah, includes a whole lot. Yeah, we say, man, you go you go to do a job, all the tools you have are the ones that are in your tool chest. And generally, the only tools you have are the ones that your dad gave you, you know, whether good or bad, sometimes we just don't have. It, it, just think about this real quick too, though, because my father got, I really lost him when I was about 10, died when I was 16, but I was raised in church and it wasn't a perfect church, but I was raised in church. And 
man, the importance of being a part of a gospel-centered community, mm-hmm. uh, even an imperfect one, which they all mm-hmm. are, by the way. But I learned some things from being around other dads That's right. um, you know, that I didn't have at home anymore and, and listening to my friends who had dads. I learned some things that I wouldn't have learned if I'd just been, you know, out there right. uh, not attached to some yep. kind of community. A- absolutely. So. Well, so what we do at each of our crashes is, you know, every time you come, you're going to be taught another tool. That With that that principle or that tool is going to come from Scripture. So there's one verse that goes with that that we're, that we're really kind of focusing in on. And we try to give men one image as well. That specific image is just an image that's easy to remember that principle. But the really important thing happens at the, at the end. After that's being taught, we end every session with what we call the M46 challenge. Mm-hmm. So that challenge, we say, is now this is what you're going to do, and you're going to take this principle, and this month, this time period that you have away, go do, eat, go do this challenge with each of your individual kids. And it takes some time, man. It, it takes some time to do it, especially if you've got four kids or six kids like us. It takes time. But... Um, but we want men to leave not thinking about being better dads Man, or not thinking about even a principle from God's word. We want to put it into action. And that's actually why we say, no, we're going to fight for their hearts. We talk about just being an intentional dad. Man, that's, I'm, I'm glad you said that because we, uh, I teach a life group here at Eagles Landing. And we just talked about this the other day. There's this weird phenomenon <laughs> that happens in all walks of life, but certainly in church world. Um, for instance, if somebody walks up to you into the lo- in the lobby of your church or at work and says, hey, you know, I just got this diagnosis or my mom, we love to say, man, I'll pray for you. Mm. And then we walk away. Yeah. And if we're honest, a lot of times we don't pray for the person. We, but what we, what we like is the response we get from when I say I'll pray for you, I can see on your face that, you know, a, a sort of well, that makes me feel better. That's not the point of M46 dads. It's not the point of telling somebody you're going to pray for them either. I need to go pray for that person. And with M46 dads, we don't want to sit and listen to something that's challenging and, wow, that was was a really good point, and it quenches something, and then we don't go apply it, and our kids don't benefit from it really. So the challenges are important. Faith without works is dead. So. First of all, one thing at 50 years old that I do a better job of is I almost never tell people I will pray for them. I'll, I'll say, because I'm not going to later. I just, I'm terrible at it. Now, I will say, can I pray for you right now? If I try to do that, or I say, hope things get better, you know? So, but I try to never say, I'll pray for you, because uh, rarely is that going to, just being honest, not going to happen. But I do try to try, pray for them on the moment. All right, so here's what we want to talk about today. Just take a few minutes for us to talk about maybe a handful of stories. Because, look, a lot of times in our in our meetings, we will actually start with what we call an M46 moment. In church world, you might use the word testimony. You know, somebody's going to give up and give a testimony. But we just talk about, like, what happened? What happened when you intentionally took that scriptural principle, that tool, and you go and you applied it? Like, just what happened? And so it's pretty interesting, man. Guys will call back or they'll email or they'll text, and they're like, man, you're not going to believe what happened with this or that. And so we just thought, man, we'd take today and talk about a few of these. And so mm-hmm. if you don't mind, I'm going I'm to throw one out kind of to start, and then you, you kind of come jump in after me. Man, I remember one of our sessions, and I do not even remember what the principle was, Tim, 
But uh, part of it, we were talking about shame. Yeah. And we were talking about just how powerful shame can be um, in a negative Very sense, negative, yeah. uh, you know, and how destructive that can be on a kid. And uh, we were also talking about just the power of the tongue, about how, you know, Scripture, scripture says that, uh, Proverbs says that there's uh, the power of life and death in our tongue and how we speak. And I would say even more so being the daddy of a little girl, a little boy, you know. And um, But I can remember we had a man stand up in the middle of a session, and this was actually before we even got to the challenge, really. Mm. But it felt, it, but it went perfect. It's just, but it's one of my great memories. As he stood up and he said, "Man, I'm sorry to interrupt, but something had happened with his son. To be quite honest, his son had made a really bad decision. Um, this kid was headed to to play college football at a school, was a recruit, did something dumb, and they revoked I his scholarship. That. Yeah, I remember and that. so he said, "Man, he stood up and he said, "Man, for the last couple of months." I have been shaming my son so much. And he's like, with tears in his eyes, he's like, I need to go right now and tell my son I love him, that there's nothing he can do. There's nothing that he can do to make me love him more or love him less and that I'm with him. I've got his back. And so you're going to walk with him through the pain and of, of I'm going to walk yeah. with you. And, uh, and it doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make it any of that kind of stuff, but he's got to hear that. And man, it's kind of funny. Like he jumped to the challenge even before we kind of got to it. Like, where are you shaming your kids? I think was part of what that, that month was. But do you remember that? I do remember that. And it, and it actually um, reminded me, one of the most impactful moments since we started this ministry for me was I was driving over to do the first crash with you over there where you are. And, um, I had been good friends with this, this guy, um, many years ago. And, you know, he, this guy is one of those guys that everything he touches turns to gold, Mm. very successful, very driven, love him, good friend. But I had not talked to this guy in a long time. And you had connected with him over there. Mm-hmm. He was living over there near you. And I show up to the first crash to tell my story, which is not pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he didn't know anything about some of this stuff. And I didn't know, you know, I think I think you did tell me he was going to be there. But he sat near the front. And I'm my heart's pounding out of my chest because I'm thinking, I do not want to do this in front of him. Mm. Like, I don't, want, I don't want him to hear, you know, how much of a goofball I can be sometimes. Um, you know, it... it but I just this is this is part of my story that God wants me to use. Yep. So I start telling my story, and he's looking down like at a Kindle or something, and I'm thinking, man, he's writing me off, you know, because he's so successful. So every, you know, yep. I've been looking at pictures of his family for years on social media. Beautiful, they're vacationing here and vacationing there, and and um, I finished, and everybody mills around, talks a little bit, and then he walked up to me and gave me a hug and tears in his eyes and everything was coming apart mm. at home. Mm. And um, it was like a shock to hear. Which, by the way, guys, we've been doing this now for eight years. You have no idea how many guys, everything's coming apart. Everything's it all looks apart. like it's solid and tight, but it's all coming apart. Yeah, yeah. but here's, here's here, I'll make this short. Um, we started talking a lot, and boy, I, you know, all I did was encourage him to go after his kids because what he had done, he was so successful and so driven. He held that bar so high for his kids um, academically, athletically, in every way. You know, come on, man, we got a 
excellence, excellence all the time. And it wore them out. Even his wife, it had kind mm-hmm. of worn her out. And that, that was on the line. Everything mm-hmm. was on the line. He got in counseling um, in his marriage and everything, you know, turned out, turned out well. But what impressed me was his, his son had gone off into the military. He wrote his son a note every single day. Mm. and owned, I'm sorry, I love you, mm. I know that I've done this, I know that I've done that. And his son was kind of done, didn't mm. really want anything to do with dad for a while. And now they have an incredible relationship because dad turned his heart toward his kids and his yeah. kid. you know, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a real thing. It took some time. But, um, you know, and this, this guy's work ethic and all that hasn't changed, but he realized that he had uh, there wasn't any grace in yeah. their relationship yeah. it was all performance yeah you know? so his love his kids had picked up his love was completely dependent upon their achievement and, and it really wasn't yeah. but that's what was that's what they received right yeah, yeah that's what they yeah. felt and so yeah. man that's 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 powerful man i i, I remember that it's awesome um i'm thinking of another one tim uh, that we had over over in sharpsburg a, a man who had shared a story uh, about um, it's interesting. He had grown up with his stepdad, and um, and his stepdad had made some pretty derogatory comments to him in his life, such as "You're you're never going to amount to anything. You're never going to grow up. You're not going to be worth three cents." I mean, I think is the exact quote that he had used. And so, I mean, this man had built a pretty successful business. He was a CEO, and he said, "Man, when I look back on it now." He's like, a lot of that is like, I'm, I'm trying to disprove yeah. some things that were said to me early on. But uh, I remember we had taught the lesson on four quadrants. And, uh, and, uh, and, and the challenge out of the four quadrants lesson is you actually take your kids and you draw this quadrant and you let your kids chart you where you're at. And uh, he was doing this. Uh, with with his his four kids so he's doing it with his four kids and he shared he was like he said I was super scared with my oldest he said because I knew I had just been absent building my business you know and so I I, he said but my youngest son I thought I'm gonna knock it out of the park and the reason why is he said I'd I'd become his little league coach in sports and he's like I spend so much time with him driving there and driving back and coaching his team he was like I know I'm at least going to knock it out of the park on this challenge with my kids. And so, of course, this challenge is sit down with each one of them individually and uh, and do this and have an honest conversation. And with his youngest kid, he said he was absolutely floored because when it came back, without going into all the quadrants, he came back as an AWOL or an absent father. Probably shocked him. Oh, he said it, he said it, it, it broke his heart. And he was like, what? What is going on? You know, he asked his son, of course, in this, we always tell the guys, like, you got to tell your kid. They can be 100% honest. You don't get to go nuts. You don't get to be upset or debate what We're their answers are. Dairy Queen if you put me in this. Yes, that's right. exactly yeah. right. And so, but he asked his son, he just said, man, why, why, why did you put me here? And he was like, Dad, you spend a whole lot of time with us, but you're always on the phone. Um, you're, or you're always emailing somebody. He's like, you're there, but you're not there. And he said it just struck him so powerfully that it's not what he wants his son to remember. Or at practice, he's already probably always telling him what he's doing wrong. A- or doing absolutely, right on the field. and so that's yeah. not even in that in, in yeah. that same in that same relationship. And so he just said, "Man, what a powerful moment!" He said, "How long would my son have gone 
and never said that. Here I am thinking I've knocked the ball out of the park yeah. with this kid, and he's listed me, you know, as an absentee, as an absentee dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. anyway, I mean, some of these, some of these stories that we have, and we could go on and on and on, you know, with with these stories. Man, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking of one that you t- you taught a lesson on. Uh, uh, on the covenant, and man, we always get unbelievable feedback on this because part of the challenge of the covenant is to go home, sit down with your kids, have them take out a piece of paper, and literally list out what are the things that you can do to make me love you more, and what are the things that you can do to make me love you less. Now, there's a little trick with this uh, challenge, guys, because what are you hoping that they write down, Tim? Zero. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, we're talking about kids who are receiving what we're sending, and often we hear from dads. My little sucker started writing stuff down on that piece of paper. Yep. And and obviously, what we want to communicate to, to our kids is: there's nothing you can do to make me love you less. Nothing you can do to make me love you more. Um, and that le- one more quick, quick story because it relates to a podcast we're going to do a little later. Um, dads, just think of all the um, sexual issues out there, pornography, sexting, mm-hmm. uh, all this crazy stuff that our kids are walking through that, you know, it's just a totally different world now. We had a dad in one of our crashes uh, come in one morning, and I can't remember if he told the whole group or just his small group. It got back to me somehow. I know you remember this. He had, he had pulled up to a store on, on the way to school with his son, and watched his son go in to get, you know, milk or something, mm-hmm. and saw between the signage um, on the store window his son grab a, a magazine for adults and slide it up under his shirt and get back in the car. And the kid, of course, thought Dad can't see. And he, I think he was 12, 13-year-old kid. And it, it wrecked this dad. He was blown away, A, that his son would steal something, but B, that, you know, what he was stealing, stealing, pornography, obviously. And this dad had spent the last, I don't know how many days it had been, but um, several days, almost unable to even speak to his son. All he could do was, son, I can't believe, you know, it was was this disappointment and shame. Yep. And we had talked about shame that day in the crash, and this guy just kind of came apart. Mm. What am I doing? Mm. What am I doing? Mm. I've got to communicate to my son, that stuff will destroy you. We don't steal things, and I love you, and I'm going to walk with you through this. We're going to walk back in that store, and we're going to deal with this, and you and I are going to start talking about these issues. I'm not going to – you're not going to learn about sexual things from the the kid at school anymore – I'm your guy. But, Dad, if you're communicating shame to your kid around those issues, you're not going to be the guy. That's right. And he's going to go talk to you. He's got to run from you. That was another story. It was a tool that this dad did not have um, when that moment came up. Now he does. But, uh, you know, there was some pain involved. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I I hate to do this because I was going to end it right there. But I got to – you're sitting there talking, (laughs) and I remember just one more story that's just right there on my mind that was so powerful. You had taught a lesson on laws. That's our love, acceptance, worth, and security about emotional needs. It's, it's, It's the tool of emotional needs, and we all have them. And I remember you taught this lesson, and, of course, part of the challenge 
was to take that and to teach that to our kids and really to evaluate their life of why do we make the decisions we make in different areas of our life influence. Yeah, what are we reaching for? Why, why does this affect some of the decisions we make? But what's interesting is I had a man that I, that I knew pretty well, and he came up and shared with me. He said, hey, I didn't even reach to my kids yet, but before I sat down and processed those on myself, and he said, and I realized, I yell at my wife, I yell at, this guy was a teacher, I yell at my students, I yell at my kids that I coach, and he said, I so bad have to have respect at all times in my life. I have quit, I have an anger problem. Because he's not getting it. He feels like he's not getting it, so he lashes out. At, so he yeah. lashes out. He was an emotion. He realized because of using the tool and the challenge, he was an emotional beggar in that area of his life. Like he he had to have somebody respect him or show that he has worth, you know. And so if he felt like he didn't have it, he would lash out with anger. And he goes, "Man, before I even was able to take this to my kids, I realized how how deficient I was in this area." So thought he was. He like, was. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. In reality, yeah. we're, compl- we're completing you know? Christ. Yes, yes we completely. Yeah. yeah, we're completely full of Christ. Never feels that way, but, but that's the lesson. That's right. And so I, I don't know, man, D- to kind of finish up, I- I'll say every one of our, uh, every one of our sessions that we do in our, in our crashes always end with a challenge. And so we tell our guys, man, we, we have a great workbook. We have a great book that goes with the curriculum, all that stuff. We say, man, Forget all of that. If you're not doing the challenge, forget reading all of that stuff. Do the challenge each month. And then when we come back the next month, we actually always have a little time period, you know, 15 minutes or so in our crashes where men just sit around and we just talk about how it go last month. You know, it's just always a beautiful thing sitting in a room, listening to men, have a little transparency and talk about how did it go last month fighting for the hearts of our kids. And I don't know, man, it's just a reminder Every moment we spend getting equipped and then being intentional of moving towards our kids, I don't think we're ever going to regret one second. No, and that's, the, po- that's that. the point to me to the challenges. Um, we started off talking about what is an intentional dad. If you're struggling with figuring out what that – do these challenges. That's it. <laughs> this one way of being intentional. I'm going to go after my kid's heart by doing – even if it's hard. You that's know, it. And it, some of them are. So. That's, that's exactly right. All right, guys, uh, end, end of today. Thank you all. Thank you all for being with us. And uh, if you guys would, man, uh, we'd love for you to share these, these podcasts with other guys. If you, if you find it beneficial to you, man, don't keep it to yourself. You know, share it with your, your coworkers, with your neighbors, with your, you know, men at church or whatever. Uh, we'd love for you to spread the word about M46 Dads and M46 Dads Drive Time. Fight for their hearts. Yep. Thank you for listening to this episode of M46 Drive Time. M46 Dads is a nonprofit ministry made possible by generous contributions from dads just like you. If you'd like to support the ministry of M46 Dads, you can make a tax-deductible donation on our website. For more information, resources, and to get in touch with us, please visit our website at m46dads.com.